but then the true friends I've made through graffiti have, have always been there, you know. In your late 30s, it's almost like, fuck, you go out, you do a train, you go to bed after, like, staying up till three, four in the morning, and you're literally fucked for, for days. It's one of the most fulfilling things is having writers who actually not just messed you when they want to go out and paint, but writers who actually care about you, who are there for you. Welcome to episode 56 of Toy Division. This episode is with a writer originally from Wales who's now living in England. Check out our Instagram, toydivision underscore podcast. And if you're feeling like you want to contribute to a good cause, there's some t-shirts available on our big cartel and I'll put a link in the show notes. And that's to raise money for a graffiti art therapy service, which we're going to start. Anyway, enough of my jibber jabber. Check us out in a fortnight's time. And please enjoy. This, so I am recording. Welcome to Toy Division. I'm not going to say what episode it is because I always say, oh, I think it's episode 50 something or tw-, and I always get it fucking wrong. So fuck that. And yeah. um, just to give a <laughs> bit of context, we're recording this in February 2021. So yeah. in case anyone's listening back from the distant future, um, yeah, let's not go into COVID and Donald Trump. I think everyone's fucking bored of that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, it's, it's, it's going right for me at the moment because, you know, I, I hate my job and I'm on furlough. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it could be worse. Because <laughs> that the thing, so just to confirm, and I said we weren't going to talk about COVID, but what does furlough yeah. actually mean? Because my brother, who lives, still lives in England, was talking about it. Does it mean that you get paid and you just don't go to work? Pretty much, yeah, but it's not it's not like 100% pay you, you get like 80% pay so um, yeah that's fucking alright yeah so I, you know, I mean to be honest like I, I obviously can't go into detail what I do for a job because um, hmm. that'll just be, you know be a little bit too baked but um, yeah man I actually quite enjoy it because I fucking hate my job anyway man it's like <laughs> you know I prefer working as my own boss that's why I love graffiti so much Um I love painting and you know that's that's why because you kind of like your own boss and left your own devices but then when when you're when you're taking orders off off a boss it's just like oh man i just can't i can't fucking deal with it man do you know what i mean i'm with you that's why i've that's why i now run my own business because i fucking hate managers yeah <laughs> yeah just, exactly just fucking clueless bellends why have you done this why have you done that why have you done this i work way more um, effectively if I'm just yeah. instructing myself I'm a bad enough critic of myself but I'd rather that yeah. than some fucking fuckwit going why have you done this why have you done that you need to do this what's your key performance indicators oh fuck off anyway I th- yeah I think, for, I think for me as well it's like you know be, like being a Welsh person living in fucking up north take you know not knowing anyone and you know, just going to work, it's just, I feel quite isolated, do you get what I'm saying? And it does get me down sometimes, so, um, you know, I feel like my only release is to fucking, you know, go out and paint, I guess, you know, that, that's that's always been a vice, what's always been there, do you get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so, uh, obviously... Doesn't, doesn't yeah. matter what happens with girlfriends or partners or jobs, always got yeah. a fucking sweet mother graffiti to go back to yeah. and just fucking do shitloads of tags and smash up yeah, the fucking exactly, track man. sides and get chased <laughs> out of a train yard after 20 seconds and what else could yeah. you want in life so yeah exactly man. let's jump into these questions so i know i did send them to you there is some rapid fire ones at the end just keep it a bit spicy um yeah yeah so we've already talked about and you've already expressed your very clear love of graffiti. And this is the right place to be talking about it because Toy Division is all about being a fucking graph mega nerd. So you're in good company. Um, So was there a book or a magazine or a website that was like the starting point for you doing graffiti? Uh, Yeah, I think, you know, um, it sounds sounds crazy. I mean, Considering I first got into graffiti when I was fucking 13, 14, you know, I'm like 34 now, it seems like only yesterday. And uh, obviously, consistently, I, I I haven't been, you know, painting non stop since then. But 
I'd like to say I've been pretty active and cons- consistent the last 12, 13 years, you know. Um, but yeah, going back to what you said, um, yeah, man, I think growing up as a kid and, you know, I always looked at, uh, um, you know, the Star Wars book, um, like, like Dondi, man, he, he was he was literally the Don, you know, in my eyes, he, he, he was the, you know, he was the one who set graffiti off to me, if you like. Um, I just remember that image in, in um, Star Wars of just him standing between two two carriages painting the train, you know, that for me just just triggered like this 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 burning energy inside me just what just made made me want to just fucking start painting. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and then also you had websites out there like I don't know if it's still going but you had like 12 12 lost profit and you had little graffiti forums, you know, you had like <laughs> like at the time I was living living in South Wales. So um you know, you had like fucking Cardiff graffiti and yeah, you had loads of little different graffiti threads. But the main one for me was obviously, uh, yeah, man, Dondi. Um, you know, I love that guy so much. Um, um, Dondi RIP, man. I, I, I've even got his uh, his tag tattooed on me, man. Um, yeah. That's commitment. Yeah, so. so when you're saying style wars, do you mean Subway art? Is that what we're talking about? The book Subway Art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subway Art, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's so interchangeable, isn't it? Because it's like yeah. Style Wars, Subway Art are almost like we get mixed up because it's like there's so many similarities to it. And just yeah, a little yeah. bit of a, uh, a reveal. We're a few episodes away, but episode 60 of Toy Division is all going to be about Style Wars, the documentary. And if yeah. things go to plan... There's someone who's in Style Wars that's actually going yeah. to be on that episode. So, fucking up. I know it's. I sent out enough direct messages on the Instagram, and I was like, "Nah, no one will fucking respond." And someone did, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So, people can keep guessing. And also, if anyone's listening to this, I'm also asking that people send in their own impressions of like the seminal. Yeah quotes from it because most writers know quotes out of style wars you know the yeah, fucking, this is it this is it ah. <laughs> or what the other bit is like blood wars buddy blood wars if you take out me or any of my friends that's it forever and now people are sending them in and i think they're a bit shook because they're like oh it's not going to sound exact and i'm like yeah but that's the key we all know these lines yeah. out of that documentary anyway that's a little well, sneak it's, it's, peek. Well, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like, it's like Dondi, man. He keeps keep saying like all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. like, <you> know, like, <laughs> you know, I never actually noticed it until like a good friend of mine actually said to me, he was like, fuck man, you've actually noticed how many likes he says in, in you know, the whole time when they, when they record him. And then I watched it back and I was like, ah, fucking hell. <laughs> There's over, over 20, over 25, 30, 30, 30 times he said, actually says like, in like two, three sentences. But. It's interesting you say that because something I'm trying to do is actually stop saying like so much because it's become almost a filler word. And I think it's quite common, but I find myself saying like a lot. And yeah. I don't think anyone's criticizing me, but I always take the piss out of those, you know, that stereotypical sort of rich, maybe female person from the US who might be, you know, like, and then like, and, and I just think, I don't want to fucking sound like that. But anyway, that's my own cross to bear. So yeah, yeah. Subway Art was obviously a big thing for you. And those yeah, seminal... I can't, can't, I can't forget, obviously, you know, like Cat 2 and Blade and yeah, man, all, all, the, all those lot, I think, you know, they were like, they were the ones who really got it, got that fire going in, inside me. If, if you like, even though that happens, you know, like fucking twenty plus years before I even got into painting, I, I think you know, ha- having that book actually come out, you know, must must have made thousands, millions of graffiti writers. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine how many billions and billions of how whatever currency damage must have been done, fueled by yeah. Subway Art? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I've spoken on one. I've spoken on one of these episodes about how I met Martha Cooper, and 
she did not look that impressed with all these like middle-aged looking dudes just going, Martha, you changed my life. She was just like, yeah, fucking. I actually saw her, the documentary called Martha and she was just like over it because her body of work is amazing and it's way above and beyond just subway art, but that's where she gets the most focus. And I think she's just fucking sick of it. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, so, but you also mentioned 12 ounce profit now it's funny you say it, don't know if it's still there it is but weirdly enough no one goes anywhere fucking near it anymore yeah that and that's that's a sad thing you know i think uh you know that 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 website actually did have you know quite a lot quite a lot of um history there uh graffiti wise and you know it's sad because obviously um you know the fucking the piggy wigs somehow managed to tap into it and uh it's literally just a bait forum now it's just the type of forum where writers actually get caught unfortunately you know and that's that is why i never ever post any of my panels on social media because it's just you're just asking for it in my eyes you know every iphone and you know it has obviously a location services on and off but regardless you know i think leaving your mark on instagram or any sort of social media is, you know, especially when it comes to trains, is just setting itself up, if you like. And I guess the thing is, what people don't realise is, you know, people think, you know, I moved here six years ago, and they, you know, what's the UK like? Is it like, and I think they imagine that it's similar to something from Harry Potter or Notting Hill, the film, everything's lovely and great and <laughs> perfect. And I say to them, well, no, but when it comes to things like train graffiti, you know, the levels they go to. I re-listened to the F24 episode with Nice the other day. Yeah, it's fucking battered up there. It's battered. And the, you know, levels, um, the levels that they went to, to yeah. arrest them, you know, getting someone from the FBI facial recognition unit, like raiding their house. And this is what I was trying to explain to people here. They're always like, oh, no, you're paranoid. Why would you be that paranoid? You know, why do you not keep anything at your house and not anything? And I'm like, to be honest, you know, in the UK, it was, you'll get raided at your house. They'll raid your mum's house, your dad's house. They'll raid your workplace. Your yeah. workplace will think you're a fucking nonce because you're having all the computers taken and they would just assume you're a fucking pedo. And it's like just that whole level that they went to and they do go to. And I think you're 100% right. You know, putting things on social media gets maybe a couple of days fame. Yeah, but the knock-on effects can just be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I think, you know, and that, that that is the problem as well, is obviously we've got, um, the UK's just fucked at the moment anyway, but, um, you know, that's why I'm so ACAB, basically, because a few friends of mine, you know, they, they, they've been actually been sent down for graph in the past, and they get the same sort of fucking jail sentences as like a paedophile, like, how the fuck can you weigh those two things up? You know, it, it, the, the system is fucked, it's corrupt, it does not make sense. You know, I don't want to go into politics, but I just think the whole way, the whole policing system in, in the United Kingdom has just got, it's got the shambles, basically. You know, with the whole COVID thing, how, how can you make one rule for another? How can two police officers from two different households sit in the same police car, but then I'm not allowed to go out and paint for someone from another household? Do, do you get what I'm saying? It's just... It's the whole, yeah, it, I, I just think as well, defeat writers for, for, you know, the old bill are just easy pickings, aren't they? You know, I think, um, of course they are. you know, I, I I used to believe good cop, bad cop, but then as I've got older, I just think <laughs> they're all cunts, man. It sounds harsh, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're all fucking cunts, but anyway. And I, and I, you know, I grew up and I used to, I got quite a bit of stick for this at one point. Because writers are like, what, your, your dad was a copper? Fucking hell. Anyway, but you know, I come from a family, well, not a whole family of cops, but police in my family. And I was under this illusion that they were like really stand upish members of society. And then from yeah. the age of about 12, 13 onwards, I just realized they were wankers. I was thinking about this today driving home. I still have that feeling in my stomach where I go past a police car, I'm doing nothing illegal, I've got no drugs in my pocket and no, no paint in the car, anything like that. And my stomach just goes and drop. And I remember being skating some steps at our local supermarket. Some kids, yeah. like 11, 12 years old on skateboards, skating on some steps. 
the police turning up and going, have you been skating in these steps? And us going, uh, no, because we would kind of, we would get shit off the police about it. And they're going, we've seen there screaming and shouting us. We've seen you on the CCTV. We're going to arrest you. It's like, it's a bunch of kids on fucking skateboards. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And it's just... Life, uh, I'm yeah. not my life goals. But anyway, fuck the, fuck the law. Um, yeah, <laughs> so um, <laughs> one thing I did want to say, so you mentioned being in the south of Wales, you did mention Cardiff. Now, I think yeah. this is a part of the UK where there hasn't been much sh- shine? No, sh- light shone on it, if I can fucking speak properly. There's been not much light shone on Wales. So people think when I say the UK, they think it's just England. And I'm like, well, there's England, there's Wales, there's Scotland. Yeah. And then there's Northern Ireland. And that confuses the fuck out of people. But, you know, Wales. Is there any writers that spring to mind that are like influential or well-known names from Wales that, again, they wouldn't mind being... Um, yeah, yeah, obviously, you hype. know, um, you know, um, Car- Cardiff, um, Cardiff scene is, um, is still up and coming, I think, you know, uh, and obviously I'm, I'm, I'm Swansea by myself, like, but I, I thought I had to put that one in, in because of the whole football rivalry, but nah, man, <laughs> no, um, all, all jokes aside, um, yes, Swansea's got a bit of a scene as well, the, the problem is, um, you know, you've got all these, all these, you know, original, like, graffiti heads in South Wales, you know, like, um, like obviously, Big Up, um, Corez, GSD, and and Sleep, and, you know, Over, POS, Resh, Resh One, um, you know, you've got all, all these, all these original graffiti artists still doing their thing, if you like, but then you've got these, these other ones then, just coming up through, coming up, obviously, churning up through the system, and they're just, just biting styles if you like and then obviously you know that's all they paint is just legal walls and i got no time for that anyway you know but anyway uh, going back to your question um yeah man you know i i i think uh the the originals like i said man like cardiff has produced some you know amazing fantastic artists you know obviously um the crew vapors crew um like armor Correa's um gsd ncf um ncf is still a big crew going um obviously um sleeps um just trying to think who else sesto um yeah there's this you know what uh, oh can't forget jams as well he's still smashing it um trains and obviously all across the uk um and he's, he's still young as well you know so i think uh yeah Card- cardiff has produced some some massive amount of talent but then obviously you can't, you can't forget you know 30 minutes 30, 40 minutes down the road um, in, in, in Swansea you know you've got um, obviously over um, POS and, and Resh One and Chats who's part of obviously the AHS crew um, and that's it I mean there, there isn't a ton of artists from South Wales but the ones we have got are you know really talented and yeah um Still, obviously, smashing it. Still doing that thing. Um, yeah. I randomly went on a trip to Wales with an ex-girlfriend, and it was like, I think it was like deep South Wales, maybe, maybe North Wales. Anyway, I can't really remember. Anyway, <clears throat> and it was, it was amazing scenery. So I live in New South Wales now in Australia, and I often say there's not obviously the the sun as much because it's really sunny here yeah. but like the landscape there's a lot of valleys here and I describe some of the valleys but like I was actually describing a spot probably quite a well-known one to people that know that part of the world that have done um, steel and like I was describing yeah. it and my mate was like yeah. are you talking about so there's another air, I won't, I'm going to say the two places and he was like are you still talking about the UK or are you still talking about New South Wales and I was like I'm talking about the UK and he's like that sounds exactly like where I'm from. And that's in New South Wales. And the thing is with that is, I guess that's probably one of the reasons why potentially it was called New South Wales. You know, those old way they'd like name a new city, like New York. It's like, well, that was yeah, impressive, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> new England. Anyway, so it, this is the thing, because I wanted to 
give some because I guess there's a lot of scenes and someone like and I can never pronounce it right, but someone like Ceres or Keres or uh, Keres, I can yeah. pronounce it is has put out some amazing publications as well. I actually oh, bought a lot yeah. of those and they're just amazing bits of work. And, and the thing is, the top off as well, you, you know, the, the guy is an up his own ass as well, you know, he's a good friend of mine. And I, I've, and that's that's the problem with a lot of graffiti artists these days, you know, they, they're they like, yeah, oh, I'm, I, I, do you know who I am? I'm this and that, I've done this and I've done that. Look, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, even if you're tired and you're cool, I'm, I'll paint with you regardless, but if you're blowing smoke up your own ass, then I've got no time for it, you know? Or you're a tough guy. Oh, I pay, yeah, I pay, yeah, I've like, painted one panel. I'm a fucking tough bastard. All right, mate. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I've got, I, you know, I go to the gym and stuff. I train. I have got a bit of a switch on me if someone pisses me off. You know, obviously, as you get, as, as you get older, as you know, you learn to bite your tongue. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I can't say I've been an angel in the past towards other graffiti artists, but that's, that's the way it is. You know, if I've had my reasons why... I've fallen out with, with writers and had beef with them and had words with them. You know, I haven't just done it for no reason. It's because I've done it because they've done something that actually pisses me off. You know, like going over something like a piece of them, which has only been there for like a day or, you know, it's. But anyway, sorry, I keep changing the subject. Go right, back. This is this is what this is what this is what toy division is all about. Random tangents. So yeah, this yeah. is a good segue. Actually, the next question is. What have you found most challenging about doing graffiti? I think it's not so much challenging. I think as you hit, you know, past 30, you know, 30 and beyond, I think the most challenging thing is you, you have more priorities, you know, well, not priorities, you have, yeah, you have more priorities as you get older. So, you know, obviously I'm always careful regardless. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, I've the last... 10, 12 years, I've been really careful, you know, I, that's why I don't paint with too many people, working myself myself, I don't post too much train pictures online, um, yeah, um, I think that the, the most challenging thing is, is is getting older and having more responsibilities, you know, like I've, I've got a daughter now and, and uh, you know, I, I'm never going to start painting, I'm, I'm going to paint forever until my fucking so I can't fucking move anymore till I'm in a wheelchair <laughs> in a nursing home or something, do you know what I mean? Um, but I think, um, yeah, I guess you, you notice the change from your early 20s going out painting trains to, you know, your early 30s, you know, you can see the difference, you know, it's when you go out, when you go out in your 20s, you're full of adrenaline, you stay up, stay up all night, get up in the morning and even after three, four hours sleep, you're still ready to go again, do you know what I mean? But, in your late 30s, it's almost like, fuck, you go out, you do a train, you go to bed after, like, staying up till 3, 4 in the morning, and you're literally fucked for, for days. It's like a paid time over, literally. It's, uh, I can't I can't explain it, but... No, I, I can, I'm, I'm 100% with you, mate, because this is why I've done these episodes about sleep on Toy Division, because... Yeah. Because, mate, I used to go and do stuff like, go and do an all-nighter, go to, like, a drum and bass night, get, like an hour, two hours sleep, then drive for two hours, pick some people up and then like do an all dayer as well. Not like go out for the night, then go to bed, like do an all day, get a couple of hours sleep. Fuck knows what would have been in my system at the time, like fucking <laughs> randomized drug tests. And then just drive, yeah. pick some people up, do another all nighter, do yeah. panels and then drive everyone home and somehow not fall asleep at the wheel. Or like these yeah. days I'm like, someone's like, oh, do you want to go out? I'm like, can we do it early? Can we do it as soon as it gets dark? And I paint with some people who are quite a bit younger and they're like, well, you want to be done by like nine? I'm like, yeah. But interestingly enough, I paint with a couple of people who are my age or a little bit older, some people in their early forties and they're similar. They're like, let's get it done early and be in bed by like 10, 11. And you're like, that's the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I think, I, I'm the same as well. I, as I've, I've just changed it all around completely now, you know, like in my early 20s, I used to go out in the early hours of the morning, but now, um, when I say to the boys, right, let's fucking go out, let's do some fucking steel, especially with COVID on, with lockdown, I find it easier doing it on, on, on an early, you know, just because it's so fucking quiet. That's one of the joys of, of there being a lockdown, is, you know, it's fucking quiet everywhere. But then obviously, 
there's less people around, which is good. But then the bad thing is, the fucking old bill drive past you and you're walking down the street, heading towards doing a train, then you're going to stand up like a sore thumb. Do you know what I mean? What the fuck are you doing there? But, you know, the whole yeah. thing is, is that I think, and I don't know if you found this, the older you've got is, the more like you look like you should be there, the less likely it is that they're going to notice. So as you get older, you don't look like, I don't know, what, but, you know, I used to roll around in fucking a tracksuit with a fucking JD sports bag full of paint. Like, that is yeah. the most bait fucking thing to do. Now, if I do go ever go out and do anything, I normally try and dress quite smart or dress like a fucking track worker. <laughs> and yeah, it's exactly. like, oh no, that'd be yeah. all right. Okay, then when you've then got to fucking leg it and chuck loads of stuff in the bush, but that's a whole other thing. But, you know, I, I remember seeing the tags and throw thing, tags and throws with Zexa. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that, like a series, and where he's doing those huge fucking ultra wide tags on a main street yeah. in New York in the daytime. And you're like, that's the kind of thing. And I had someone else in this episode, a very proactive, proactive, prolific guy um, who grew up in Paris. And he was just like, yeah. you know, when there's thousands of people walking you past, you think everyone's looking at you, like three or four seconds doing a fat cat tag. No one's fucking watching. No, no to, to be honest, sometimes I think, I, I've done it as well, and, you know, when I've been abroad, I, I'm part of some part that the, the inner devil comes out of me and I just don't give a fuck, do you know what I mean? That sometimes I'll be walking down the street and I'll just do it. I think, I, sometimes I think people feel scared, maybe, to approach you. Mm. Um, a few times in the past when I've, when I've actually been painting, like when I've, you know, done a tag or and someone's shouting at me, I've just turned around and went, what? You know, shouted back and they absolutely shit themselves, do you know what I mean? Or then other times then, they fucking, they try and fucking stand up to you and then you end up fucking having a fight, a little scuffle on the floor. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit it's like mental. The, the example I've given before is, you know, when you've got people going, oi, a driver or something going, oi, or a guardsman going, oi, what are you fucking doing? Oi, what are you doing? And then the person, the person like turns and they're masked up and they see the build and the size of the person and they're like, oh shit, that's not a bunch of teenagers. That's a bunch of fully grown men and a fair few of them actively go and lift weights. Yeah. And they're like, okay, all right. I'm just, a, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a Sydney uh, video. It's called, um, fuck, I think it's called Stay Out. And there's like an outtakes bit at the end. And like a driver yeah. guy gets off the train and the writer goes, he basically, the driver gets off. They're doing like a back jump in a very bait spot. And the guy just chases the driver and is going, get back in your fucking train, you fat cunt. And the guy just fucking legs it off. And I was like, fucking hell. So good times to be had. So what, if, well, we've already kind of skimmed this one, but what have you found? This is, this, this could go, this question I ask people and they're like, well, where the fuck do I start? What have you found most fulfilling about being a writer? Um, I think the most fulfilling thing is, I, I guess, as you get older, you, you have more acquaintances than friends. You get what I'm saying? But then the true friends I've made through graffiti have, have always been there, you know? Like um, like I said to you earlier, um, Craze, you know, he, he was there when, um, yeah, my, my old man passed away a few years ago. So him and, and, and Sleep were there. So, yeah, man, you know, that, that goes a long way. Like, and also, um, Veza Visa, you know, he's he's a he's a good friend of mine as well, and and uh, beers, a guy who writes beers, um, you know, writers, those those four I've known all my life, you know, outside of graffiti, you know, they're just the type of people I just gel really well with and just get along with. I've got a bad word to say about any of them. Like I said, they were there. For me, when I was going through some really bad, dark shit, you know, um, I still suffer with a bit of depression sometimes, but, um, you know, having these people in my life get me out, get me painting, mess with me from time to time. I may not see all of them, um, may not see them all the time, but they're always in touch, do you get what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's one of the most fulfilling things is having writers who actually, not just mess you when they want to go out and paint, but writers who actually care about you who are there for you 
No, obviously, I don't want to forget, you know, Bags, good, a good friend of mine, and and uh, Devis and, and Tess, NFS man. Uh, that's that's another crew I'm part I'm part in. You know that these these boys, like I said, that they they were there for me um, when I was going through through some uh, through shit. You know, so I think that that's a, a really fulfilling thing um, to have in the obviously graffiti world, and also having. Um, just, just having those pictures of, of history in front of you, you know, looking back and thinking, fuck man, like every picture's got a story, you know, every every panel, every panel I've done, I, I, I worked it up the other day, man, and fucking hell, I was on the chat with uh, with Visa, I must, be, I must have done over 100 panels in the last four or five years, man. Um, yeah, fucking mental. And every, every one of those panels, not all of them obviously have been done in the UK, some have been done in fucking Germany, France, um, Scotland, obviously Wales, England. Um, not, you know, every single one has got a piece of history behind. And, you know, where I could just look back at it and think, fucking hell, man. I remember that the time when, when this happened or that happened. Do you know what I mean? This, uh, things pretty, like that. They're pretty epic. Like a, a panel yeah, yeah. flick, even if it's the shittest photo, it's just yeah. like, now I've got one from many years ago where it was like a two or three minute back jump. And it was like, okay, let's go, let's go. And it was so fucking dark. I couldn't really see what the fuck I was doing. And then <laughs> the driver gets off and starts shouting. And I literally just finished it. Someone took a flick, got off, got the photo back. And I'd done the fill one's yeah. place and then i'd started the outline like half a foot to the right so it was yeah. it, I, I guess it looked like some sort of really tech next level sort of style but it just looks like a fucking mess but even that night even just remember i've got a fucking shit memory and i think on a lot of these episodes i've talked about and we talked about the shitness of memory how it just it's really unreliable but you see that one photo and you're like, yeah, yeah, I can remember that night. I can remember who I was with, all the things that did happen. A bit like Jizzo says in the, the Jizzo documentary, something always happens. Like someone hasn't got gloves or a chase happens or you think it's not going to happen. But the other thing is, is there's always those ones that got away. You know, you always think, oh, I wish I had that flick of that one. But yeah, yeah. no, is it better to have? Well, I say, I wish I did have them. But I'm always like, those are the ones I remember the most, to be honest. The ones where I never yeah. got the flick. Because I, I always think in my mind it was probably the best thing ever. But it was not shit. It was shit but <laughs> one day, power with the internet, I've heard that people never got a flick of their panel. And then like 10 years down the line, it's turned up somewhere. Yeah, and that's, that's I guess, that's one of the one of the joys of, of the internet, you know. Um, there's obviously, there's always someone else out there taking a picture. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I completely get what you're saying. Uh, it's, it's it's mental, you know. Like, and you know what? Going back, talking about painting steel, I respect absolutely anyone, regardless of your toy or, or, or even if it's been rushed. Anyone who paints steel, I take my hat off to, because of the risk behind it, and you know, people don't realise how much of, of the risk is behind painting steel, you know. So. Sometimes when I've done when I've done a piece, I I take a picture and I look at the picture and I'm like, oh fuck, man, it's got like drips coming off it, or fuck, I missed I missed a bit of the out outline there, and I missed a bit of, I missed a bit of highlights there. I think you know what, fuck it. At the end of the day, it's up, and like like I said, you just now, I respect anyone, regardless, toy, or anyone who paints steel, man, because at the end of the day, it's up, it's up, it's on a train, and the risk behind getting your name up on a train is is big you know so any anyone who anyone who anyone who slags anyone off because they're they're missing a fucking highlight on a fucking panel needs a fucking slap it slap in the face i think i've done i've done a lot of fucking legal wall pieces where i've missed fucking shadows and i've missed, and yeah. there's been no excuse for that so that's that t t conscious you know constant critic like oh, I miss this, miss that. But there's also some people where you look at their panels, like P 
people like Banos or people like Corpse or people like Pubes or someone like Ochre or Renks and people like that. And it's just like super crisp every time. A lot of the older like German stuff that you see, maybe from like 10, 50, even people like Taps and Moses, like they are such trained veterans of steel that you look well, at it. I, I don't know if you've seen the stuff that's happening on the Berlin Metro at the moment, but it's like, it, that's the kind of shit you would see on a fucking legal walk. Yeah. I, it's funny enough, I I, um, I lived in Berlin for about a few years back and uh, obviously I've done a couple of S-bands and stuff and I haven't been up there in a few years, but when I was up there, man, it was so fucking easy. Um, but then I guess tourists keep going up going up to Berlin, smashing it on a regular. So I, it's probably not as easy painting trains up there as it was, but um, going back to what you said, yeah, completely, I completely agree. And that is why I love Oka stuff um, because there's no, none of this fucking cut back, cut back, cut back. Do you know what I mean? I, I think anyone who's going into yards, painting a train and they're cutting back a fucking outline, oh, fuck it out, man. They're just stupid, you know, because... I never What's did any fucking... cutbacks. I was always so shook. I was like, we need to get the fuck yeah, out of yeah. here. We need to get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of there. And there's those people that look overly calm. And they're normally the people that have done like five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred fucking panels. And they're just like rolling up a fucking rolly, like taking a step back, going, oh, I'm just going to do another outline. It's like everyone else is ready to go. We need to get the fuck out of here. And they just look yeah. so relaxed. And you're just like, that's a different mindset. I was always within, within I never really had the yard shit issues. Um, I know a lot of people oh, have fuck that. Yeah, no. I, I get me, I get it bad, but I was having the same conversation with, uh, <laughs> with, um, uh, we painted the panel like the other day and I said to him, fuck man, I need a shit. And he looked at me as well. He's like, oh, I need a shit as well. And I said, <laughs> and every time I go to paint the panel, I get the shit. But then, I want to do I a research forget. study on that one day because I want to do research and maybe I could do it uh, like a psychology or biology research about yard poos and really go into the science of why it happens. <laughs> I think it's literally people yeah. are shitting themselves. That's that is literally what it is. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. But like I said, like I said um, before about the whole cutback situation. I am, like I said, I haven't got a problem with people cut back outlines on a piece on a wall, hmm. but not too much. Because I think if you're cutting back that outline too much, even if it's on a train or on a wall, you're taking away that originality out of the piece. Hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? I think, you know, do you see, did you see fucking writers cutting back their pieces in fucking subway art? No, you didn't. So, well, the paint they used, mate, it didn't matter what you fucking did with it. You got one try and that was about it. But what I do really like is the styles where, and I've mentioned this on other episodes, where it has to be done very, very quickly. And the writing style has adapted to that super quick, like some uh, crew, and I bang on about this, but like WFC from... Um, oh, yeah, WFC, yeah. You know, like their style and they're the quickness they do it it's like a stockholm back jump in sweden and it's like three or four minutes and it's just so fresh and that's what i think has been so interesting with graffiti where it's got so many different kind of like styles and changes to it and you know to the untrained eye they look at graffiti as like one thing but there's levels upon yeah. levels upon levels upon levels of it and you know i've done um, some stuff on on podcasts that aren't about graffiti and the people are just astonished they're always like oh i didn't think it was that complicated and i was like i don't even think we've fucking touched the surface here this is like the top of the iceberg and we've only just skimmed the top yeah so yeah I, sorry Karen. I, I i agree as well you know like those those wet wfc boys sdk they you know, they, they just went in. They didn't give a fuck about cutting back anything. They just went in fat caps all out. And their stuff looked great, didn't it? You know, it looked fucking amazing. Um, Apparently, that's the benefit of using massive fat caps. You just go huge, and then you don't really have to do cutbacks. Although I've tried that, and it's just looked yeah. like a pile of shit. So I don't know what their secret is, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree there 100%. It's... Uh, I think with a fat cap, it's knowing that that consistency of holding it, 
you know, so far away from the wall and pressing it and keeping that. When you're doing a straight line, keeping keeping the hand in place. Do, do you know what I mean? Like I, if you're in a rush, you know that's the last thing you're going you're to be doing is keeping your hand in place <laughs> from a certain distance from the wall. Your hand's going to be all, all over the fucking shop. But it's um, interestingly enough, someone did say to me recently, they're like, "Oh, for outlines, an orange dot fat cap." And I went, "Orange dot." what the fuck? Like, why would you ever use one of those? And they're like, no, seriously. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to go fat, I'd go pink. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, the reason was it turned out that when I was mega, mega toy 20 years ago, like you'd use, yeah. like you get a burner chrome out and you have like a, an orange dot on it. The old burner chromes, I think had orange dots, not pink dots. And you'd just be like, how the fuck do I control this? And you'd be like, oh, it's all over the fucking place. And then you get a little bit less toy over the years. And then I yeah. used it and I was like, actually, this is really fucking good. I guess what you think at the beginning when you're really shit, anything which isn't a super skinny line just looks like a fucking mess because no one starts off good. Well, well yeah, it's like I, it's like me the other day. I, I was having the same, again, same conversation with with Veza. I, I said to him, fuck, man, I completely forgot about Astro Fat Caps. They're fucking brilliant for for doing panels with, or just filling out a massive patch of a piece. Of a piece, if, if you're in a rush, those astral fat caps are the fucking one. But then the, the downside to that is it drains your paint, especially if your paint is high pressure. You know, like obviously those those cobras, are high pressure. You put a fucking astral fat in that, it's, it's not going to last two two minutes. You know. How good does it look when someone can do that? Like, I don't know, you see footage and someone's painting and they're like, that's a fucking mess. But they're so, by the end of the piece, it all comes together and you're like, ah, that's someone who paints quick. They paint fast, yeah. or quick and fast, same thing, but fast and big. And then like the size and the speed they're going at. I love seeing that sort of thing. Someone who can pull off like a real quick style thing in like five, 10 minutes. And I'd just be sitting there shitting my pants, hiding in the bushes. So there was, there was, there was a point. Literally, literally having a shit in the bushes. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> or like I would, I would normally be, and I'm happy to admit this. You know, I've, I've been been on many missions, but one of the things was I would, I'd be one of those people where I'd be like, yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Get there, and I'd just be like, no, fuck it. I'm hiding in the bushes. And I had to like fight myself. Because I just get too shook. I just be like, oh no, I don't want to. Oh no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hide in the car or whatever. And then people well, would come back, and I just think, fuck, I lost out. So I used to force myself to do it. Yeah, I think a few times, fucking hell, a few times I've been obviously off my face and Charlie, and you know, pissed up or whatever, doing a couple of panels. But then, but obviously the last few years I've been sober every single time. You know, I think. My rule, my my downside to me, paint with me, like if you ever paint a panel with me, if if I've started, I have to finish. That's 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 my rule. Yeah. So there was a time, there's a time out in France, fucking hell. Again, me me and Visa went up to France and we're painting a fucking uh, painting a train up there in the yard, and I was halfway through and a fucking train just rolled into the fucking yard alongside us and. Visa just grabbed me. It was like, fuck, what should we do? What should we do? We're like hiding on the other side of the train. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. And we ended up, this is how, this is how fucking, I remember this like yesterday, man. It's fucking mental. Uh, Vezza was like, fuck, the carriage door is open. So we, we opened the door and we fucking lied down on the train. Inside the train, we lied down on the fucking, on the floor. Yeah. And we were looking out the window from the inside of the train now. And we can see this train just pulling up alongside it. And he's like, fuck, what should we do? What should we do? I was like, shh, just fucking be quiet. Just fucking, you know, we need to just not move or anything. Just wait until this train pulls out. And God must have been on our sides that night, but the, the train eventually pulled out. And he said, oh, fuck this, let's go, let's go. And I said, look, man, I'm not fucking going <laughs> until I finish. It sounds fucking harsh, man, but I finished. We both finished, then we then obviously we got off. But then there was another time then. I think it was painting a yard in Bristol and uh it was snowing and we I think it was a couple of years ago there was really bad snow and we were me uh
and have a big right there. He's fucking smashing it at the moment. Uh, we all went into the yard and we were there just fucking paint, painting. And then halfway through, we heard like one of the the carriage doors slam. So I'm I'm looking alongside me now to my right and left. Ran off. And I'm on my own. I'm like, well, fuck, man. I'm not going until I finish. <laughs> so then, obviously, then ran back. Kept kept dog for me, and then I I obviously finished. Then we all got off. But yeah, man, now that is one of the downsides of painting trains to me. Unfortunately, I, I have to finish unless it gets you know it gets proper on top and gets raided by about fucking a thousand fucking BTs. Do you know what I mean? Interestingly but, yeah. enough, I have had it where in a spot, and I've it was a, it's a very big. You'll probably know this spot considering the places we've talked about where there's a very, very high three spike and it's very tall and it's reinforced at the bottom. So you can't really go through it. You have to go over it. And we'd made a shitty fucking bunch of pallets and I'd gone over. We'd all gone over, look underneath, can see a pair of legs moving. I was like, there's a fucking, there's someone there. So I like, right, okay, get out. I get all the way over. That's where the fucking three spike went through my trousers and nearly impaled myself in the testicles, which would have been a, a tough place to get down from being impaled on the top of a fucking three spike. And um, I then get down the other side and my mate just pokes his head out and goes, fuck it, I'm not leaving, I'm doing a fucking burner. And then just went back to painting. I was like, oh fuck, so I've got to climb back over and then yeah. get back in. And then just as I then get down, start finishing up, putting the final, the train pulls out. And we're all just scrabbling out. And it's like, I think that might have been one of the last panels I did in the UK, but I'm just lucky I managed to save my testicles and my internal organs. So I'll always say thanks to <laughs> Gar, Buddha, whatever God oh, yeah, yeah. is keeping my, because I just keep thinking, because the pallet kind of shitty ladder we'd built kind of like slipped, I slipped and thankfully yeah. had my hands on the middle at the top. But if that's like yeah. my whole body weight, Anyway, anyway, it could have been pretty. That would have been that would have been something off like a cops on TV or something. A guy impaled on the top of a fucking three spike, ten feet in the air. Fuck. Well, yeah, man, you would have lost. You would have. You would have had your testicles dangling off, and then you know <laughs> the seagull, the sea, the seagulls the next day would have had a fucking piece of the end. Fucking hell. <laughs> and you've guessed where it is. Um, so okay, so you did answer this earlier. But can you yeah. see a day where you won't write graph anymore or you won't be a writer or do something to do with graph anymore? Uh, fucking hell, that's a really tough question because it's always been part of my life, you know. Um, obviously, I've, I've had like ex-girlfriends I've been with in the past and they, they've disagreed with me painting, but thankfully the one I'm with now, who we've got a daughter, a daughter um, who I've got a daughter to is, you know, she she's good as gold, but she just says to me, you know, you, you know, we need to be careful kind of thing. But um, yeah, going back to the question, I, I don't know, man, fuck. I mean, unless my fucking hands were cut off me, then I think it would be really, really fucking hard to me to stop, to be honest. But you've still um, got your feet. You've still, time... got, you've still got your feet. And I don't know if you've seen the guy online who was I think due to an accident paralyzed from the neck down and he uses a fucking a thing he holds in his mouth for to do still does freights but uses a brush on the end of the stick fucking up and they're fucking fresh like because of the difference of the style because it's brush instead of spray man it's fucking fresh and I did I did message him I did DM him saying look I'd love to get you on toy division and he didn't respond so if he is listening to this get back to me but mate that is that is dedication because you know we've all heard of people that have had like accidents and carry on painting but still doing freights when yeah, you're in yeah, a wheelchair and you can't use your hands can't use your feet but he's still i'll, I'll say i'll tell you what because i've got you on the instagram i'll i'll forward some of his flick because you're like fuck if he can do the, the nights i can't be fucked to go and paint i can't be even fucked to go do a legal wall i'll look at a photo like yeah. that i was like i've got no fucking excuse yeah, it's, it's, that's mad. That, that is dedication right there, you know, and respect to, to that person. I think, um, well, fucking hell, you know, I, like I said to you earlier, every, I don't know any graph artist who's got um, a history of, like, you know, problems in in their life, you know, whether it be, like, depression or, or losing a loved one or, 
or going through fucking cancer or or like losing arms or limbs or whatever. Do you know what I mean every graffiti writer has got has got a persona behind them, you know? So so to that person who's still painting with fucking with their mouth, man, that's that's, that's fucking insane. Like, I can't even put into words how much I respect that person because yeah, man, like big up us. Massive dedication. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd ever stop. To be honest, um, and I did like what you said earlier about you know being in a wheelchair. Well, not I didn't like the idea of someone being in a wheelchair, but the idea was then that's a perfect place underneath to stash some cans, like under the seat. You can fit a few burner chromes down there, or like a burner chrome, yeah. a couple of burner chromes, and a covers all, and then you're like, well, I'm, I'm just I'm just chilling, I'm just chilling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, like yeah, it's like like I said, it, it would be hard for me to stop. Um, I think as as I'm getting older now, I'm just a bit more sensible in what what I'm keeping in the house and yeah. and that that type of thing. You know, I, I think um, like all my pictures, like a good friend of mine has he's he's got more stashed and and speaking speaking of which, um, in a few weeks, me and um, me and the AHS crew, we've we've come up with a, a zine or a zine ma- magazine, and after hours magazine has got over a hundred pages in, and it will be going up for sale. Um, so obviously keep keep your eyes peeled on my Instagram page. Um, a couple of shops will be stocking it as well, which will literally just be a hundred pages of trains. So yeah, that's, that's my sort of that's my sort of zine. So I'll be obviously promoting that on Instagram. So yeah. We've covered the, the regular questions, but we spice it up at the end with some um, quick fire questions. Now, these are yeah. completely 100% fresh. I made these up today. So yeah. people often say, oh, are these the same ones from other episodes? No, these are brand new fresh. Okay, so here we go. Are you ready? Get ready. These are the rapid fire questions. So 1,000 right, 1, fat cap tags or one yeah. panel? Oof. <laughs> it's gotta be the panel, man. Fucking hell. A thousand fat cap tags are just a thousand fat cap tags. A panel is 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 a panel, you know, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, hundred percent. Agreed. Panel, yeah. Now you kind of answered this one earlier, but spice it up. Sp- the book spray can art or the book yeah. subway art. Fuck you know, that's a tricky one out, isn't it? These are bastard questions. I actually thought these ones up properly. And I asked a friend as like a test and he was like, fuck, they're difficult ones. So to reiterate, spray can art the book or subway art the book. <laughs> the silence says a yeah. lot. <laughs> that is that that is that's gonna be a tie, I think, for me. Um That's okay, you can go 50-50, because they are both great books. Uh, I think for imagery, obviously subway art, for like reading, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a type, 100%. Well, let's hope these two aren't such bastard questions. So, burner chrome XL or an ultra wide 750 mil? Burner chrome XL, ultra, oh, fucking hell. Depends on what I'm doing, to be honest. Um, I'm doing a panel and I just want to get in and out. Fucking probably ultra, ultra chrome, man. Now, I've never used one of the ultra wides. I've never used yeah. one. I've seen people do it. Now, I guess my thing, I'd be like burner chrome because burner chromes are just fucking delicious. They're silent. You know, someone on another episode were like, oh, the burner chrome, this burner chrome's, they first bought one, it's fucked. There's no ball bearing in it, it's fucked. And it's like, it's silent. But I've also seen some of the ultra wide tags. Some people have done, like on one of the motorways here in Sydney, as you go out of the city, yeah. a fair bit out, they literally did just tags with ultra wide. And there must've been about 20 or 30 ultra wide tags, like one tag and then another tag, and then the one tag and another tag. Oh, for about four or five hundred meters visible from the motorway and that's not that's not street art that's fucking hardcore graph tagging and i was like that made my fucking day 
Uh, but then again, yeah, you're right to think, obviously, filling in, yeah, the burner chrome, and then mm. obviously the tags, it would obviously be the, be the right, depending on what I'm doing, you know, like like what you said. Um, yeah, to be honest, I haven't really used too many, going back on that question, thinking about, I haven't actually used too many ultra-wide. Obviously, if I were to, to fill something in, it would be the burner over the ultra-wide, because I just think the ultra-wide is more, of a tagging kind of paint, does that make, make sense? It's yeah. more for like just getting massive tags up. And also I've heard, because again, I've never used one, so I'm just fucking picking facts out of thin air here, but I've heard they run out fucking quick because it's so big and so powerful. It's empty. You do like one or two tags with it and it's empty. Well, I, I remember years ago I had, I can't remember what you fucking call them now. They're like the crank spray cans with a fucking straw nozzle. Oh yeah, and yeah used to be able to get like massive tags of them like on like the side of track sides and stuff i don't think they make them anymore because apparently a couple of writers got electrocuted from from obviously doing massive tags on the side of the tracks and getting electrocuted with the Ooh. you know the spray paint touching the fucking lines the overhead line on top oh shit yeah so i don't think they make those anymore but they, they were pretty cool um but i used to find the tag comes up like fucking silly strength do you know what I mean? Like you press, <laughs> you're, you're pressing it, and it's like ah, fuck it, I can't. It's just, it just comes out so quick, and that paint gets like. Don't get me wrong, I've got jackets and fucking hoodies and stuff covered in paint, but if you're using that paint, I don't recommend fucking wearing like your fucking Ralph Lauren fucking jacket or. Do you know what I mean? We've we've <laughs> all made that fucking mistake. Oh yeah, I wear this really nice pair of trainers or jacket. Get messed yeah. up, have too many pints. Someone goes, I've got a mop. And you're like, yeah, fucking yeah, go on. Wake up in the morning and your hands look like there's been a fucking explosion in an ink factory. And then you look at your like brand new Air Max and they're just covered. Yeah. Like thick yeah, yeah. Fucking Choreo or Feebings or something. And you're just like, well, that's those fucked. I might as well just wear them out to paint now all the time. Now, there's one more rapid fire question. And I've, I'm guessing yeah. I know your answer, but. I want to chuck this one in there because I had this debate with someone the other day and I was like, they were they were choosing the wrong person. So, Oka, GSD, yeah. or Arrow, I don't think he's MXK anymore, uh, HA, I guess. Arrow or Oka? Oh, Oka all day, all day long. Sorry, sorry if that offends some people because I know it well, but sorry, but everyone's got their, their opinions. I just think Oka, man, all day, every day. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been, I've, I've obviously lived, I've lived, I lived in the States for a bit and went to New York and Oka is just, uh, he's everywhere, man. Every, every city I've been to, especially around Europe, I've always seen an Oka reach. You know, yeah. that, that says a lot about the person. That guy, he, when it comes to the UK graffiti scene, he's put the UK graffiti scene on the map when it comes to damage. Yeah, 100%, man. Like I said, no disrespect to Arrow. Um, you know, I, I, I look at his stuff and think, yeah, all right, fair play. It's, it's, it looks nice, it's decent, but nah, man, I, I think when it comes to that originality style, no cutbacks, just fresh, big, fucking crisp outlines, fucking... Any, anyone that anyone that can do a throw up that burns most yeah. people's legal walls. So I look at ochre throw ups and just the size of them and the variation. Like I saw many where it's like one's got a cyclops eye, one's got a pair of shades on, one's got like a really angry face, one's got a smiley face. Maybe one of the throw ups has got a knife with a hand popping out of it. And I'm like, yeah. that's. That's then, because I appreciated throw-ups, but then when you see when Oka's been out with someone like J.A., or, or the, the oh, Australian yeah. part of GSD, like Ranks, like those guys yeah. are on another level of hardcore bombing. And and not just, you know, uh, old Noxer, decades of dedication, but that sums up writers like that. That is, de that is decades and decades of just fucking hard work. Well, it's, it's, it's like you said as well, like... Um, you know, obviously you, you you mentioned those guys, but I, I can't forget you can't forget ten foot as well. Fucking hell, that guy 
bananas. I've seen this stuff from fucking Swansea to fucking New York to Berlin to to fucking Montreal. He's Bristol. He's 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 everywhere, you know. And even that pair, the guy who writes pair, he's mm. he's fucking he's smashed it as well. But um, yeah, man. Like I said, Oka all day long uh, for style, fills, uh, crisp freshness. Yeah, man. Oka GSD all day every day. Because I, as I said, I did have his, my mate was like, he was asked, because he's from Australia and he looks at Arrow stuff and he really he really likes kind of, I don't want to say it too simply, but more kind of maybe a graphic design type of look, maybe. I guess that might be summing it up, but he was like, yeah. oh, definitely um, that style. And I was like, eh, well, again, and that's the wonders of graffiti. You can get out of it whatever you like, can't you? You can, you can like that style. You can like this style. And then if someone, yeah, yeah. if someone tells you, well, that's bullshit or that's bullshit, you're like, well, surely it's meant to be subjective, isn't it? Like you can like whatever you like. I personally would just see a, prefer to see a load of fucking Tipex pen tags. Yeah. Probably not yeah, more 100%. than a whole car, but I've, I can appreciate <laughs> it all. So I'd just like to say, did you want to give anyone a shout out? I know you've given people some shout outs already, but did you want to give any shout outs to anybody? Yeah, God, fuck it up. Well, if I forget anyone. <laughs> get uh, the scroll out, get the long scroll out. Okay, I'm going to start. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm going to try and not forget anyone because obviously I don't want to offend anyone um, who I forget. Um, but I just want to thank, um, like I said to you earlier, the people who were there for me. Um, so all the NFS crew. Um, Correz, Sleep, um, GSDNCF, um, Veza, good friend of mine, uh, Beers, Bags, Tess, all Bristol boys, um, and obviously then going down South Wales. Uh, I want to thank um, Armour, Cool Vapors. Um, he's been a, been obviously has been a big part of my life recently, but. I thank him for, for for obviously guiding me a few years back, a good ten years back, and also getting me a bit of graffiti work on the side. Um, he always had paid for me, um, and then also I want to big up uh, a good friend, uh, two good friends of mine, Resh, Resh one uh, over uh, again. Those two have been with me through dark times, and then uh, also chats as well, man. Um, he hasn't been painting a lot lately. Um, but uh, yeah, man, big up, big up to him. Jams as well for fucking smashing it, still smashing it. He's still young, bro. Keep smashing it. Um, he's showing the scene in South Wales, which is good. Uh, just trying to think. I think that's it off the top of my head. Um, like I said, if I've forgotten anyone, um, you know, don't get offended. Fucking hell, it's early in the morning. I've had like four or five hours, hours sleep after having a crying baby. Keep me, keep me up all night. Um, but yeah, man, I like I said, I, I big up and respect anyone who's still active, still up there, still doing their thing, regardless um, of what's going on in the world. Keep rocking it, man. Um, yeah, respect. And also, I know some of those people and I know some of them listen and also big up to them because that's that's the smallness of this world is like yeah, some yeah. of the people you've mentioned, I'm like, I know that person, I know that person, I know that person, but we'll stick on the line for a couple of minutes and we'll have a very briefish chat because I know you've got to start your day and I've got to finish my day because I'm fucking old now and it's like 9pm and I'm like, oh, I should have been done <laughs> on the mission by now. But anyway, thanks so much for your time. Well, I I, I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like um, you know I've got like a fetish for having a shit, but I literally need to take a shit in about five ten minutes. <laughs> There's perfect timing. So okay, so thanks so much, and I'm just going to stop recording. That's episode fifty six of Toy Division done under the belt, out the door, whatever term you might want to use. As I said at the beginning, check us out on Instagram, toydivision underscore podcast. If you're finding these podcasts of any interest, please just screenshot it, put it on your social media, send it to a mate, tell another writer that you know, or maybe someone who's not a writer and they're like, want to know more about graffiti stuff or whatever. Just share it, really. Um, 
there is limited t-shirts available to fund the graffiti art therapy service which is we're going to be starting pretty soon and all the links for that type of stuff will be on the toy division instagram and please subscribe share with your mates and um, if you're on itunes or whatever they call it now give us a five-star review see you in a couple of weeks peace out toy division <laughs>